0: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Engineering Money, the podcast where some full-time engineers give their two cents on the on the financial news of the week. My name is Ben.
1: Ben, I didn't realize you'd started it. Well, room. we're we're going. <laughs> All right, yeah, so well, back now, Tim. I'm reporting here. Oh, my name's Tim. Um, I'm out in the wilderness today. Um, it's pretty cold; it's 27 degrees, but I'm on site. Where so? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is in uh, Bryce Canyon. Oh. Yeah. Pretty neat.
2: Very neat. I'm Joey. I'm still in my basement, but it's also 27 degrees. Not inside, outside.
0: Yeah, I'm reporting here from Seattle where it's 40, what did I say? 48 degrees, 46 degrees, um, and it's not raining, so that's kind of cool. Impressive. Yeah. So... All right, sec- second episode of the new year. Things are going oh, very we did so strong well last week. Especially Joey.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Joey's first if, week, if he was you, up 20%. Yeah, if, if you uh,
2: didn't tune in last week, you should, because that's when we picked our, our top 30 stocks for the year. Each of us had 10, and it's going well.
1: Yeah, but you, you cheated. You chose, like, a bunch of hype stocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll
2: see how it, how it yeah, nets we'll out. We'll see how
0: sustainable the, the 20% counts. a week goes over the course of the yeah, year. It
2: doesn't matter if they're 20% now and then crash by 50%.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. Well, awesome. Um, so we had the finalizing election stuff this past week, uh, solidifying um, Joe Biden as the president. And with the runoff election election in Georgia the house and the senate are now controlled majorly by democrats so that's pretty mm-hmm. it's gonna be wild so I and we've talked breed. about it and talked past. about it in the past and so i i did a little more digging and i found this mm-hmm. from uh the barons and also just from looking um this is the 10 instances since world war ii that the the democratic party has controlled everything by a majority um so we got the start the end date how much majority they had in both the house and the senate who was the president and then how the dow jones performed over the two years of those uh controlling terms um Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm wondering if that source that we were showing earlier is inaccurate, or it just there was a different scope. Maybe it was the year that they started or something. But according to this,
2: because we saw five percent
0: average average. growth. But I mean, there's only two years where it went down, and then there's Mm -hmm. one, two, three, four, five years that were over, or I'm sorry, five terms, which is two year period, that go over Mm twenty percent.
2: Yeah. So, what's the average and then half of that?
0: I don't know. I didn't do that, Joey. I can't do all your work for you. <laughs> um, But I will say the amount of the margin is the lowest that we've seen in anything since World War II. So, they're in control, but it seems like by the least amount that they have been. I
1: yeah, see. you were saying... Who was it under where they had like
0: yeah there's this this 80. one term where Johnson was the president where 86 seats were democratic in the senate
1: but the Dow went down And the Dow year.
0: went down that year
1: For
0: those yes. two years um but I that wild clearly it doesn't have anything to do with that because yeah. the previous two year period when Johnson was president 84 seats of the senate were democratic um and the dow jones went up 33 percent
1: so ben are you saying that we don't really know what's going to happen past performance isn't telling us what the future is going to do it's never past happened in history isn't before
2: anything there is no past <laughs>
1: performance it's all random <laughs> but i mean i don't think there's any reason to be scared to think that the markets yes. are going to So down.
0: that's one that's one thing just because thing of
1: this
2: situation, that,
0: yeah. I guess yeah. the the moral of the story here is just because the Democrats are controlling everything doesn't doesn't mean a pop apocalyptic doomsday scenario in tor- in terms of market performance. Yes. Yeah. eight out of the 10 times it's happened since World War II, we've been okay. Um and they've had mm-hmm. much larger majorities in these past 10 instances
1: than we see right now. So I think we'll be OK. Ooh. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of like, um, you know, just just foreign relations, well, not foreign relations, but speaking with the current administration, they were considering adding Alibaba, Tencent and uh, just those two to the investment ban. OK. Like those. Yeah. Which I think has not voted well in like the past two months for Alibaba's mm. price. And they're actually down quite a bit. Maybe you want to pull that one yeah, up. Yeah, let then. me do that.
2: Well, and Ben, while you still have this screen up, I went ahead and did that math and it looks like the average growth was about 15% over a two-year period.
1: So nothing, nothing to gripe at. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Which
2: is, yeah, that's pretty... I guess it's a little bit lower than average Dow growth historically, but it's pretty normal.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, but Alibaba, their their high was like three twenty, and now they're at two thirty. 230. Yep,
0: two thirty six. Uh,
1: just because I think, I mean, if if a company is at threat of being delisted, you know, you don't want to hold that stock when it's delisted. Right like you can't sell the shares that's do you even own them and again
0: that's that's why i'm so hesitant to have any chinese stocks right now and a lot of investors feel that same way is making you think twice right no no (laughs) not really
1: (laughs) okay but i think um i i don't think that a biden administration would delist i see so it's still a gamble yeah but if you don't think that alibaba will be delisted they look like a great buy right now i think the key factor
0: will be um which side of the aisle was leading the charge for the ban which i don't Mm know um but it's pretty straightforward if it's in if it's if it was the Democrats, then it probably will go through. But if it was a Republican push, yeah. then maybe not maybe not. Maybe it still would though.
2: but this so, is like if you're an options trader, buy a buy like a straddle or a strangle that's really wide because the stock isn't correctly valued right now. It's either about zero or about three hundred forty, yeah, so.
1: You're right. It's either zero or 340.
2: Right. So you don't have to think, oh, maybe it's going to land in between. It won't. It's going to either bounce back or go to zero. Well, so (laughs) Mm -hmm. so
0: this sort of research got me thinking um, how we can go about making investment decisions based on policy plays that might be dominant over the next two years since there really is is nothing holding holding them back getting getting things out so the four policy plays that i thought of were the the obvious one is clean energy there's going to be some massive pushes Mm -hmm. over the next two years to to get clean energy um big infrastructure spending bills i know there's already one that's that's looking to pass a few trillion dollars i'm pretty sure Um, for infrastructure repairs cybersecurity is always a good buzzword um and then because of how quickly this administration is planning on pushing out the vaccine and getting it out as quickly as possible we might see the return to normal type things not so so much in quarter one or quarter two but definitely by quarter three and four we're going to see the resurgence of things coming back um yeah. And so and go
1: for it, Tim. With clean energy, I mean we talked about this quite a bit last week. I'm hesitant to pick any one company because clean energy clean energy can be booming, but you could still have a mismanaged company. So, I prefer to do an ETF which um ICLN. The other I one
0: think. is Q QCLN. Both of them are good picks.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't let me pick it last. I know week, because though.
0: we weren't doing ETFs. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Okay, but infrastructure. I only remember this stock because of the ticker, which is Road. Um, road. Oh yeah, I like Road. They're at an all-time high right now, but their price to sales is only two point two one. Whoa. Which, which is pretty is. low.
2: They're pretty. It could be undervalued. Their,
1: their PE is forty three, but. Um, they're a pretty new company, or they've pretty recently been listed. So maybe I don't know. Are they like a growth stock kind of?
2: Oh, what's their price to book? What? What's the price to book?
1: Four point five.
2: Uh, it's. I feel like that puts them in growth stock territory, but just barely. Yeah, but some the price crazy price to
1: books. The price to sales though is what got my mm. attention because that's. That means they're not like. They can be reinvesting in themselves a lot like because you can get a high pe but it's just you're dumping all of your profits mm-hmm. back into the company but
2: the thing so their their pe estimate for this year is 30 but the industry average is 173. oh so i mean based on the s p global market intelligence valuation they are right in the middle of the road
0: just 50th percentile because you said road
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah yes yeah for, I mean, for something uh, that looks as growth trend as this being in the m- middle is is a good place to be
0: the other one i i thought of was vulcan materials so looking more on the supply side if there's a lot of infrastructure mm-hmm. stuff going on they're gonna need a lot of material we're talking like the construction aggregate stuff like asphalt concrete Uh, copper all steel things like that Mm -hmm. infrastructure needs a lot of stuff so this vulcan materials well um they do all sorts of construction aggregates um they're looking pretty strong especially if there is a massive uh infrastructure bill that comes into play this year and then the other thing mm -hmm. too with copper um the supply side is looking a little rough and weak with copper Uh, from what i saw it's looking like the industry is kind of consolidating into less and less companies but demand is rising um so there we might see a massive shift in how copper looks this year uh so i always
1: i don't really follow copper
0: yeah so i like uh
1: when
2: you say massive shift what what way is it going to go it's going to go up yeah Tell us exactly where
0: yeah, it's going to well, be. Well, if if we're talking supply is looking weak but demand is only going up and will probably go up even more this year. It's going to be harder to find but more people want it. So, it's going to go up. Um and the one ticker that I like Turquoise Hill Resources. This is Mongolian copper. Turquoise
1: right. Hill Shill
0: Mongolian <sighs> copper. They recently did a split, uh, one to ten. So they're at a. What would you call this? Like a. What price? They're fourteen fifty. It It seems like a legitimate stock. I'll say that because when it was sitting at less than a dollar, you know, people are kind of weary of that. Um, but now it's at a comfortable level. Um,
1: Wait, did they do a reverse split? Oh, Ben, that's never a good look for a company. Well,
0: take a look at their performance since they split, or I guess reverse split. When they split, they were at 80 cents, and then they went up. It was a 10 to 1, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So they were just at around 80 cents, and now they're at, I guess it would be $1.45 or something like that. So I'm unconvinced. Yeah.
2: I guess people didn't care. People
0: didn't care. The company
2: looks Unless good. Unless this maybe, when was that split announced? Because you see that big drop there. Maybe that's when they said, "Hey, we're going to do a stock."
0: Well, that big split. drop was March of 2020. No,
2: oh, okay, <laughs>
1: never mind. Well, also, institute a lot of institutional investors can't invest in stocks that are like less than. $10 I'm telling you, or it, it looks
0: legitimate now. Before it was under a dollar, mm-hmm. people didn't mess with that sort of stuff.
2: It definitely it's, makes a difference. I mean. These little things are just, if it's easy to invest in, it's a nice price point. It makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Just like the stock ticker yes. matters. Uh, like, people invest in things just based off the name. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, and then I got one more thing, yeah, if, if, so. if you guys allow me to.
2: Well, well, Ben, first let me, uh, I want to tell you why Vulcan is going to be a big oh, yeah. play. Mm-hmm. It's because along with the big infrastructure bills that can come in, the new Secretary of Transportation, oh who's probably gonna be the new Secretary of Transportation, is a big Star Trek fan. So <laughs> Vulcan, I'm pretty pretty nice. bullish on that.
0: Very cool.
1: I like the reading. Yeah.
0: So the other policy play that I mentioned was Return to Normal. And I know everything looks really rough in terms of like entertainment, leisure stuff, transportation like airlines, mm-hmm. um, things like Disney. Um, it's hard to really say. So there's one ETF that I found that I like, the Invesco Dynamic Leisure and Entertainment ETF.
2: Ooh. Dynamic
1: What's Leisure. the ticker?
0: P-E-G. No, P-E-J. I don't know how to read. But you mm-hmm. see that massive edge decline in march thanks to the pandemic but they pay out a dividend and uh they've been trending up since that drop if leisure and entertainment stocks if there's a return to normal they're gonna hopefully do better this year
2: right you'd think they kind of at least deserve to be where they were before march if, if everything's going
1: back to normal i mean where they were before march was 45 dollars yeah. though so they've almost had a they're already back at but 41. you also maybe they could go up you also higher. have to remember is that 10 yeah
0: this etf it's professionally managed and they could you know be and since it's dynamic you know there's probably like mm-hmm. they've been making plays since the fall that's helped boost their numbers
1: yeah, but Ben, what do the professionals know?
0: <laughs> See, yeah, and, and then that's the greatest thing about the ETF is you kind of, like, get to sit back and, like, let a trained person that knows more and deals with it all day, every day make the decisions for you. So that's all I had.
1: True. Um. Okay. I, w- I wanted to talk about a bit more oh Oh, but before that tim what
0: aren't we sponsored
1: (laughs) oh yeah we're sponsored by Vinovest. um another surprise wine investing then you know go check them out we got a link in the description you can buy some wines and then um i don't know you can keep them and hope that they gain value or you can drink them boom it's very cool also i've never mentioned this before but they send well. It's not really relevant during COVID. But they send out like if you're an investor with them, they send out invites to like these wine mixers. Mm. So Very you nice. Can, you that's can attend pretty... only if you're a Vinovest investor. How cool that's,
2: is that? That's pretty upper class.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but I just I was actually just reading on the uh, I think it's the stock market subreddit and mm-hmm. someone was talking about um, technical indicators and when are they useful. And mm-hmm. you mentioned specifically, like, fine art and wine and stuff. And it's like, technical indicators aren't going to help you here. You really need to have insider information and know people and know the major players and what's going on. And I don't know that, to me, said, oh, so maybe instead of trying to do that myself, I should have a professional, like, you <laughs> Seemed like a kind of good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: just... All right, Tim. I think it's fun. What are you talking about today?
1: Oh. Payrolls dropped for the first time since April. Where's the confetti? (laughs) Does that... Woo! Does that bode badly for the future? Maybe. Does it not matter? But unemployment steadied at 6.7%.
2: Which is not awesome.
1: I mean, it's not terrible it didn't though, go down to be honest
2: right so is a plus yeah
1: it can go down which gives good upside but also like i don't know like th- we were at three and a half percent unemployment that's crazy low
2: right that was like record low
1: yeah thanks obama so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then i'm gonna be quick here uranium <laughs> <laughs> bombs <laughs> um uh, supposedly ben brought up uranium why'd you bring up uranium a so few weeks ago? i was
0: talking about the hype train of electric vehicles wait is that right
1: mm-hmm. maybe I don't, I don't remember
0: i thought it was the episode that i was talking about sort of the whole production chain of ev but maybe it was something else i can't remember i brought it I up know. though you're right it doesn't
1: matter I guess. Yeah. So nuclear power is actually gaining popularity Boom. again.
0: We love to see that.
1: And so it might be good to start to get on, on uranium mining companies. Now, I don't know which one would be good, but there's a ETF that I saw, URNM. But the thing is, I don't think it's too. Like, we still have a ways to go before there would be a run up with any sort of uranium stocks, because. It takes a long time to get that supply chain going, you need to secure a supply of uranium years in advance for a nuclear power plant. So, you know, we're still at the early stages, but I think it's definitely something to watch. Mm that's pretty much all i have
2: neat well the stuff that i wanted to bring up was just relating to how for the past what how long has this rally been going on and like looking at the s&p 500 here i feel like it's been pretty steadily trending up since november and this Mm -hmm. last week was no exception um and i don't know i've been getting nervous about it because we keep talking about stuff that I don't know, this this is a theme with me. I, I get nervous all the time. And and it's it's going up and then we had this big um the big mob situation at the Capitol and Yeah, I remember seeing that news report come out and watching stocks tank, but they just as quickly bounced back up. Uh and to me I'm thinking like, Okay, I'm nervous Last week, I just brought up a bunch of stocks that I hope to do well in, in the coming year, but they were all big growth stocks, stocks that everyone knows the name of because they're meme stocks, and so I started looking into, okay, what are some maybe less discussed higher value stocks, or I guess or better valuation stocks, and so that's that's what I went hunting for, and I have three to bring up that you may have, may not have heard of. The first one is big big
0: now that seems
2: trigger. big and it's <laughs> big. this is this is big news oh big lots <laughs> um yeah it's big lots wait what
1: joey i don't trust big lots
2: you don't trust big lots how Change could you not mind. trust them but they are just incredibly undervalued right now their price to earnings for example is at 5.79 compared to the industry average of 66 they're giving out an almost three percent dividend which is only eight percent of their earnings per share so they're like they could easily increase their dividend and they just um like in the in the past 52 weeks are up 50 percent so i see undervalued stock looks like they're going to keep growing and has the stability of a good dividend under them so that's why i think big lots it would be a good balance to the the 10 stocks that i pointed out in my portfolio i still think that those are those ones are going to the moon but if you're nervous by investing in neo and and plug then maybe maybe take a look at big
1: (laughs) but but joey here's one counterpoint I've never been in a Big Lots store. How, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't how am I I've supposed to invest in if they haven't been aggressive enough to put in a Big Lots near where I live and lure me in as a customer? That seems like a personal problem.
2: Well, yeah, maybe you should check out Big Lots.
0: <laughs> maybe. All right, what are the other two, Joey?
2: Okay, the other, other two, uh, first one is MDC which is MDC Holdings. And I've been thinking about... What do they do? Um, so th- they basically focus on um, first-time home buyers and do a bunch of stuff for them, including mortgage loans. Uh, they also build homes. They ha- they have a bunch of... Like a basket of real estate-related uh, businesses hmm. that they deal in. And I just remember when I bought a house this past August and thinking like, okay, I have my realtor and then my mortgage lender. And then you got your home inspector and you got whoever built the house. And wouldn't it be neat if like one company did all of these things? And this is kind of like that. Um, but they similarly hit a lot of those marks that big lots does where right now they're giving out three and a half percent dividend, which is only a third of their earnings. Mm. So plenty of room for growth there, their uh, PE and valuation puts them right at the kind of the middle of the road, just like road. (laughs) And they, they, they look like, I mean, Ben has the ticker pulled up right now, but it's, it's kind of like any Dow Jones looking graph where they took a dip in March. They've been coming back up, nothing astronomical, but again we're looking for stability in these and i think this one has that especially because real estate and uh just housing is is really hot right now with mortgage yeah. rates as low as they are so and i don't think that's going to go away anytime soon
1: <laughs> uh, but the last one housing toll brothers is looking pretty tasty yes, right now
0: let me pull them up real fast just because yeah I think I was the one that mentioned them a while back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Told.
2: Totally. They're pretty tasty. I like that. It... Name. All
0: right. What's yeah. the last one, Joey?
2: So the last one is ADP, which is Automatic Data Processing Inc.,
1: it's Whoa. an
2: information technology stock.
1: Yeah. ADP's the one that. Wait, aren't they the ones that always do the jobs things?
2: Yeah. I think that's it because they. They are probably the oldest company in the information technology sector. Because you think of things like, I don't know, Facebook in there. But mm-hmm. this company was founded in 1949. I believe it. And yeah, and they basically...
1: mainly handle payroll and stuff, right?
2: Yeah, and, and things like um, yeah, human resources, uh, hiring companies, payroll stuff like that but they are one information technology stock that over the history of of their existence in the stock market grows exponentially like information technology tends to do they've been struggling for the last year but for kind of those same metrics i mentioned on the other two stocks these ones look pretty tasty right now almost four (laughs) percent. Or no, I'm sorry. Almost $4 a share dividend, which is 2.7, 2.17% dividend.
1: We better not start using that consistently now. What? <laughs> Saying that a stock is looking tasty.
2: Looking like a snack.
1: <laughs> like the whole damn meal.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so th- those are three stocks that I am bullish on now for... For, i i don't know the exact timeline that they may be good but i'm thinking relatively long term like over yeah. a year they should they should be looking pretty good well cool but yeah that's that's all i wanted to bring up
1: all right end it quick before we get to 30 minutes okay bye everyone <laughs> sleep good okay bye